You're listening to The Whatcom Report, a Bellingham Regional Chamber of Commerce program in partnership with KGMI. Welcome back to The Whatcom Report on KGMI News Talk 790. This is Ray Deck, founder and CEO at Scookum Kids. Uh, but this morning I'm serving as host. Um, uh, and and um, um, joining me is, is um, Riley Sweeney from ABC Recycling and many other things that you may know him from. Uh, for many years, there's been a, a mostly abandoned graffiti-covered <laughs> factory on, on Marine Drive, just north of Bellingham, alongside Locust Beach. It's kind of an odd spot for what I'm told used to be a cement factory or cement plant. You know, from the bluff, it has better views, views of the bay than most anywhere except State Street. Um, but there is some other industrial in the area. Bellingham Technical College is right there. Urgings, more steel used to be on that corner. Union Marine, Signs Plus, and then uh, Bell Lumber and Pole. Some of that is operational. Some of it, you know, just like the cement plant uh, used to be. But this little patch of uh, heavy industry at the intersection of Marine Drive and Illinois is surrounded by residential homes for the most part, single family homes to the south and some condos to the north and, and sort of mixed residential to the east. But recently, uh, Canadian-based recycling company ABC Recycling purchased the former concrete plant site and announced plans to convert it into a metal shredding facility. Now, you might think that environmentally conscious Bellingham was eager to welcome a large capacity metal recycling operation to an unused lot already zoned for every heavy industry, but you would not be correct in assuming that. Last week, there was a meeting, uh, you might call it an initial public meeting in the Birchwood neighborhood about this, and defi- despite the fact that ABC Recycling has not even applied for the permits yet, there are some big feelings about it. So I thought it would be good to take some time this morning and talk to Riley, who serves as as like a community and government relations role at ABC to get some facts on the record. What is underway? What is planned? What would this mean for our local environment and economy? And looking forward from here, what, what's the permitting process ahead for this site? So it should be really interesting. Stick around. You've earned your retirement and you're ready to fully embrace it. So why not do it with style at Meadow Greens Retirement? You'll enjoy active, independent living with amenities like the library lounge, wellness program, and expansive social calendar. Indulge in three daily meals made from scratch, get pampered at the on-site salon, and join in for Friday night socials. Meadow Greens is active retirement, the only locally owned retirement facility in the county with one and two bedroom apartments with full kitchens available offering the freedom of eating in or enjoying a meal at the Outward Nine or the Duck Hook Bistro. Meadow Greens can also be of help when it's time to transition from an independent apartment to assisted living. Hi, I'm Josh Howe, director here at Meadow Greens. I'd like to personally invite you to come to our community. I look forward to showing you all that we have to offer. Call Meadow Greens today to arrange a private tour at 354-8200 and online at meadowgreenslinden.com. The grass is always greener at Meadow Greens. Hey, at our startup, my team and I move at the speed of tech 24-7. And every single day, it's information overload. It's coming at me from all directions. And you know what? Bottom line, I just need the news that matters. So where do I turn? Local radio and TV. I want to hear from people who live and work in my town. They give me the real story with information I know I can rely on. So where else can I find out what's happening in my community? weather and traffic, things that affect my family and my business. 
I want to stay informed by sources I trust, my local radio and TV stations. For the best entertainment, sports, news, traffic, and weather with no agenda and more reliable than other platforms. So if you ask me for the information I want anytime, anywhere, I stay local. Support your local station. Text RADIO to 52886 today. Furnished by the NAB and this station. Message and data rates may apply. Reply STOP to opt out. Welcome back to the Whatcom Report on KGMI News Talk 790. This is Ray Dax, CEO at Skookum Kids, serving as host this morning. And we're talking about a proposed metal shredding facility by ABC Recycling. And I'm joined by Riley Sweeney. Riley, thanks for taking the time. Thanks for having me. Okay, so let's start with what is ABC Recycling? What's their, uh, what's their history of doing business in Whatcom County? So ABC Recycling is a British Columbia-based metal recycling business. They've been in business for over 100 years. They have nine facilities up in BC, and uh, they have just in the last year uh, opened up a facility in Bellingham, down at the Port of Bellingham, where they uh, uh, stockpile and then ship uh, ferrous metals, magnetic metals, right? They, they load them onto ships and send them off to steel mills where they get melted down and turned into rebar and sheet metal and I-beams for future construction. So um, the I've seen that like big piles of, it looks like scrap to me. Is that is that the correct term? Um, that, yeah. That's just sort of sitting down by the port. So that's these guys. Right, we, we take in those materials. They've been, you know, depolluted, inspected, cut into pieces. And then they come in by truck and we stack them up and then we we book a big ship to come into the bulk shipping terminal uh, about once every three to four months. We load them onto that boat and it goes off to uh, steel mills in, uh, you know, along the Pacific Rim. OK, um, so is ABC exclusively works with metal or other, or other recycling as well? We we do scrap metal. That's what we do. Scrap metal's the thing. OK, so. Um, where like this metal's coming from like like a demolition like like construction sites demolition like what's so what's the source of it usually right so it's it's a lot of um industrial metal so you know if you take apart a bridge you've got big chunks of i-beam if you're tearing down an old warehouse you got big chunks of sheet metal right if you're ripping up utility boxes you've got you've got you know metal there and you know it used to be that would just go into the trash right that would fill up our landfills but now we're getting much, much better at it and, and much more climate conscious. So we're taking that metal, we're depolluting it, and we're melting it down and turning it into the things we need for the future. As I understand it, the, the sort of economics on recycling, it sort of changes based on right, the economy. And, and, how, and it, it's like maybe not as good as it used to be on plastics and mixed paper um, just because of right, the, the technology of processing is, is, is so expensive. But metal, it's gotten, we've gotten a lot better at that. We're able to actually reuse metal like pretty readily. And, and we're able to capture a lot more. So, you know, when, um, and I'll talk about this when we talk about the shredder, but but, you know, when you have a car, think about all the parts of a car, right? You've got foam, you've got plastic, and you've got a lot of different types of metal. We can now put that into a shredder and then go through a bunch of post-shredding processes that help separate out the different types of metals so that they can be roiled, rolled out into wire and sheet metal and be used for all sorts of future purposes so that we use as much as possible and we don't have to mine new materials. 
Uh, so you, you mentioned the shredder. That's what wonderful segue. What is a metal shredder? Is this like uh, my my food processor on my counter, just at a much larger scale? Is that what we're talking about? Yeah, kind of. So, you know, metal shredders have been around since the 1970s. It's not a new technology, but basically it's a big machine that pulls apart post-consumer products, dishwashers, water tanks, a lot of cars, right? So you take a car, you remove the engine block, you drain all the fluids out of it, right? And you can put it into a shredder that pulls it to pieces. And then it goes through some processes with uh, wind turbines that pull out all the foam and magnets that pull out all the magnetic metal. And then we can take each of those products and use them uh, for a variety of purposes. So the ferrous metals comes down to the port of Bellingham and gets loaded onto one of our boats and turned into future materials. And the, the foam and the plastic gets actually sold back to landfills to use as cover to keep the animals off your landfill. Hmm. So uh, what, what exactly is being proposed? It's a metal shredder, like what's like, uh... What, like what, like what size, like what volume, you know? Right. So what we're looking at is an enclosed metal shredder. So I want to say that again. It's going to be inside a sound attenuating building, right? And it's going to be located in the property adjacent to the old Lehigh concrete facility. Oh, um, adjacent. So yes. it's not on the site itself. It's adjacent. It's right next to it. Um, oh, I got that. Drive and the factory. I got that wrong, maybe in some of the, the, the reporting that I read initially, it seemed like it was the Lehigh site, but it's it's next door. Our understanding is Lehigh still operates occasionally, but we bought- Oh, what do you know? Yeah, we, we bought the parcel right next to it. So um, what we're gonna do is we're gonna put the shredder on site. The trucks are gonna come in. They're going to deposit the material. We're gonna shred all that material each day. So there's no accumulation, right? Trucks come in, we shred what we've got. It gets loaded back onto the truck as shredded metal scrap, right? Ferrous metal scrap. And then those trucks come down to the Port of Bellingham where we stockpile the material until uh, the, the ship is ready to come in and get loaded. So um, is, so the shredded, so are you, like the, the metal that sort of sits at the port right now, that's ferrous metal specifically. It has come from a metal shredder. It's one of the, one of the ABC facilities in BC at the moment, I imagine. We have some material from shredders, but not a lot. Most of what we have is uh, chopped up bits from scrap yards. So like I-beams cut into three, three foot, one foot chunks, right? So big, heavy chunks of metal. Um, and if you think about baking, right? You've got chocolate chips and you've got like a bar of chocolate. We've got a lot of bars of chocolate and there's some things you can do with bars of chocolate. You can turn them into fudge, you can turn them into brownies. But chocolate chips, you can make cookies, you can make fudge, you can make brownies, you can use them in lots of different mixes, right? So that's kind of the advantage of Shred is that it's it's a very versatile product. It's a very homogenous product. Um, so we can use it for lots of different things. And it keeps cars out of the landfill. It's as simple mm -hmm. as that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so uh, we're going to go to take, take a break here in just a minute. But I want to ask about um, uh, uh, jobs. I, I assume wow. people need to work. This is not a robot. Uh, the metal right. shredder is not AI um, uh, controlled. So, ha like, what? Uh, like how many? How many jobs does this bring to the community? So, the facility will create twelve to fifteen full-time family wage green collar jobs right here when we cut the ribbon on it in twenty twenty-five. If everything goes smoothly, 
once we have all the post-shredding processes online, we're talking 30 full-time jobs. And these are jobs that we train for right here in Whatcom County. So you could go to Bellingham Technical College, get the degree you need to go just three blocks up the road and start working at our facility, right? We hire local, we invest local. Unlike Aaron Rodgers, we're in it for the long haul. So uh, we're, we're, we're here and we're invested in Whatcom County. Man, kick a guy while he's down. Good grief. I, I, you know, it was, it was worth a shot. Uh, okay so so these are you said 15 13 to 15 something like that uh full-time that's just the shredding and then you talked about post shred processing that might occur on the same site or that the plan is for it to occur on the same site later down the road that's um is that also you know i think you used the word is it sound attenuated? Is that also, is it also indoor processing for that as well? Everything we're going to be doing except for dumping the trucks and loading the trucks is going to be inside. So the shredder is going to be inside a building. The post shredding processes where we separate out the foam from the metal, that's all going to be inside, contained. And, you know, that'll have a significantly mitigate any noise or emissions impacts because it's inside, it's contained, you can treat it, you can watch it, you can make sure that everything's safe. Um, uh, let's, let's take a break. And then I want to ask you more in more detail about impact, you know, environmental impact, economic impact and, and et cetera. So, um, but let's take a break and, and then we'll talk about that. Looking to improve your comfort and save money? Start with your home's largest energy consumer, your heating and cooling system. Hi, I'm Brad Barron, CEO of Barron Heating, AC Electrical and Plumbing, with a check-all-the-boxes solution, the Daikin Fit Enhanced Heat Pump. This compact, all-electric system utilizes energy-saving inverter technology to efficiently heat your home in winter and keep it cool during the summer. Delivering year-round comfort, the Daikin Fit Enhanced Heat Pump is environmentally friendly, exceptionally quiet, and maintains consistent temperatures. Plus, you can save up to 30% with the 25C tax credit. Right now, Barron's Same as Cash offer allows you to make a difference with no out-of-pocket expense. Pay no interest and make no payments for 12 months. Lock in 2023's prices and pay nothing until next year. Save energy, save money, pay later. Why wait? Call Barron today about the innovative Daikin Fit Enhanced Heat Pump. Barron, your full-service HVAC electrical and plumbing contractor. Our mission, improving lives. Get informed and inspired with Saturday Morning Live on KGMI. Join a group of knowledgeable hosts as they present a variety of guests and viewpoints on issues important to our area and to you and your family. Sponsored by Asset Advisors, LLC, at Linden Sheet Metal, each Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. KGMI Connects with Joe Tian is about our community and you. I happen to believe that the Bellingham, Whatcom County, uh, the Fraser River Delta, Nooksack, is an enormous healing area. Each weekday at 4 p.m. I'm the old dog. When I walk down railroad, I'm the one who knows who just got here and who didn't. I see them, they're so angry from where they came from, and then through the years, they mellow out because there's a healing energy here. On KGMI 790, 96.5 FM, and KGMI.com. The opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of KGMI or the Cascade Radio Group. 
Welcome back to the Whatcom Report on KGMI News Talk 790. This is Ray Deck serving as host, uh, talking with Riley Sweeney about metal shredders and uh, a, a particular metal shredder uh, proposed uh, to be uh, constructed here in North Bellingham, uh, just off Marine Drive. Riley, I want to talk a little about the impact of having yeah. something like this in the community. There's Clearly, there's, there's, you know, uh, there will be impact. We've already talked a little about some of the economic impacts, um, uh, the, um, uh, the, the sort of jobs, right? Job create. You, you use the term green collar jobs. I think folks can kind of yeah. uh, sort of read between the lines about what that is, right? It's a blue collar job, but in a environmentally friendly industry. Talk a little about the global impact of metal shredding. You know, you mentioned earlier, right, if we're doing this, we're sort of using this process and reusing all the metals, you get fewer cars in landfills, et cetera. You're, you're sort of extracting fewer metals from the ground. What is the total, like how much of the metal we use in our construction is recycled? And like, what's the total impact, global impact of, of metal recycling? I expect that eventually all the metal that we use will be recycled, right? The goal is that we don't have to rip open the earth and dig for this anymore because, you know, we have the materials we need with us here today. It's just how are we going to take care of them so that we can continue to use them into tomorrow and tomorrow's tomorrow, right? So every ounce of metal that we, you know, remelt and use for the affordable housing of tomorrow is is one more that we don't have to, you know, strip mine out of out of another location. Right, so it's it's got a it's got a huge impact there. Um, locally, there probably be some impact as well. How does the metal shred? Is, is it electric powered? Is it, is it run a big giant like to, to a V twelve gas engine right to run the gas shredder? What's the what's the it, sort of power source? It's electrical. It's it's almost all the processes are electric, right? Um, you know, it's an industrial facility. Um, you know, I know that some of the residents were concerned about, you know, noise and emissions and truck traffic. In terms of noise and emissions, you know, everything is going to be contained inside a modern building. We have some of the strongest stormwater and environmental protections in the nation right here in Washington State. And we look forward to meeting and exceeding all the relevant environmental standards because that, that's what you do. We're an environmental company. We're, we're here to save the planet, not hurt it. Um, so for, you know, the residents who are concerned, it's going to be this big open air noisy thing. I think I heard somebody talking about they're going to be shredding radioactive material and medical waste. No, no, we're talking about depolluted metals inside in a contained and regulated way, right? Um, in terms of truck traffic, that's a fair question. We're estimating that there's going to be three to five trucks per hour, right? We're going to be operating during the day, normal business hours, Monday to Friday. Right. Um, but three to five trucks is not insignificant. Right. They're going to be following, you know, that's federally regulated truck routes. So if you're on Marine Drive, they're going to be out going up Bennett over to Bakerview, down to I-5, into, you know, into Bellingham and down to Cornwall. Right. Just like any other trucks. Um, you know, and our hope is that location is on a railroad spur. So once the facility is up and running, we want to activate that railroad spur and do more do more business that way to get some trucks off the road. But if you see a long haul truck in Eldridge, it's probably lost, right? <laughs> that, that was, I wondered about that railroad spur because it doesn't seem like every once in a while I see rail cars there. And I, I wonder if it's like the pole, um, you know, the tim timber and pole uh, company. And like, I wonder if they like load and then 
but it, I, I, yeah, I wonder if that was sort of a, a, a sort of transport option for, for you guys as is, well. It is an option. It's going to require some cooperation from BNSF, which can be a challenge sometimes. I see. Is it, because um, you guys probably take second position to sort of existing freight that uses the main line. Right, right. But, you know, the goal is that we're going to use the tools that are here in Whatcom County. Whatcom County is a great place to do business, right? We've got a deep water shipping terminal right here, uh, you know, at the Port of Bellingham. We've got a working waterfront. We've got, you know, a, an, a workforce with the skills we need. We actually have three operators right here at our port facility that are former Intalco employees. When the Intalco facility shut down, we picked them up and they run some of our cranes that load the materials. So, um, you know, we, and, and of course, you know, when the ship comes in, we employ 60 longshoremen to load that boat, two, two crews of 30. So it's, um, you know, it's, it, we're here in Whatcom County because this is the right spot for us and it's the right, it's the right match for the community. Um, so you, you've used the, um, uh... Uh, the the phrase uh, sound attenuated building. Yes. What uh, to unpack that a little for me? Like, does it sound like a rock concert inside and and outside? It sounds like a lawnmower running or like what's like what's That's, the sort of change? You've got it exactly right. We're talking big, thick walls that are designed to absorb the sound impacts. Right. We've we've got a supplier over uh, in Germany, I believe, that makes these these incredible facilities. You know, in, in Europe, you they have shredding facilities right in the middle of neighborhoods, and you would never know, right? Because you just build it in a secure facility, soaks up all that sound, and yeah, it's like a lawnmower outside. Uh, Minneapolis just installed one of those. And, you know, they, they've got these videos of folks walking by, and they can't even hear it, right? Um, and then, uh, so that's noise. So air pollution, I've heard, was also a concern. Is there, like, I heard the phrase, like, metal dust being a thing? Because I didn't, right. is that a thing? One, yeah. and the building probably helps contain that somewhat, too. Yeah, so I hear a lot about VOCs, volatile organic compounds, which is a fancy way to say paint thinner and things like that that we don't want to get into our groundwater, right, or into our air. Um, you know, having an enclosed facility means that that is not a problem, right? You can, you can contain all the material. Um, also, the material, the the metal that we're getting is cleaned and depolluted, right? So the cars are drained of materials. The, you know, you move, remove the antifreeze from the refrigerator, right? Like these materials are inspected and cleaned before they even get to the shredder. Um, and then any trace amounts are contained within the building. So there's not a, so the trucks come in dump outdoor and then you're moving the material in to process it indoor but it's when they're processed that it is the sort of that's where the sort of pollute the major pollution risk occurs it's not like just wafting off of the uh, depolluted cars or something no any more than just be next to a scrapyard would be dangerous right and it's not we have scrapyards all over if you go to bellwood acres you can wave at z recyclers across the street sure yeah yeah, right. Um, uh, and talk to me about, uh, so we, we've sort of cut the uh, sort of, uh, economic impact. We've talked about the jobs. Um, that's a big one. Talk to me about the other parts of the supply chain, because this is a situation where, you know, because the deep water port was here and ABC was doing business in Whatcom County with its ferrous metal kind of going in and out, 
I imagine that's a big part of why it became an attractive location for a metal shredder. What are the other steps in the supply chain that, like, I imagine, you know, like you talk about depolluting the cars, right? It's an important step in the process that occurs prior to the material getting here. You know, uh, if, if, if there's a, similar to how if there's a deep water port that attracts other parts of the supply chain nearby, if there is a metal shredder here, what other parts of the supply chain does it become more attractive to locate in Whatcom County? Well, you know, the other parts of the, the supply chain are scrap yards, right? So, you know, things that intake industrial and post-consumer metal, right? Um, and we have some scrap yards already in Whatcom County. We have some scrap yards in Skagit. We have some scrap yards in D.C., right? Um, you know, we're, we're kind of centrally located for those, those three spots, and we anticipate taking in materials from all three. Um, so, you know, as, as those materials are inspected and depolluted at the scrapyard, they get loaded into the trucks, they come to the shredder, and then shredded material comes down to the port and sent overseas. That's um, going like earlier in this. What about later in the process? You go sort of downstream from the shredding to you talked about sheet metal and wire and I imagine some I-beams right, exactly. for certain kinds of material. That would be like a, what's that called? A forge or a, yes. I don't know. What do you, what so do you they, call that? So they would take it, uh, the ferrous material is what we ship out. And that ferrous material gets taken to electric arc furnaces, which is basically a big electric smelt smelter that goes in and we actually the, the the carbon electrodes that they put into the electric arc furnace those are made up at the refineries right here in Whatcom County right but they're shipped shipped overseas to the to these steel mills and they they get entered into the smelter they pour in the the shredded material and it all gets melted down and then poured into i beams and sheet metal and 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 all the other you know steel and iron things that we need for our our day-to-day -day life uh, that's a pretty significant, like build build one of those. Arc. That sounds like a that's a that's quite a project. Um, it, there there it is one be... down. There there's one down in uh, Seattle, right? The, we have some locally. Um, we we ship overseas because that's our business model. But you know, it's it's not a new technology, but it does it is a dramatically less um, electricity and carbon footprint than the previous option, which was these um, iron blast furnaces that you would have to get really really hot. Now we can do it with electricity, and it's a much better process. In a blast furnace, you're probably burning something. Yes. Uh, dead dinosaurs or something. Mm -hmm. And then with an arc, you're uh, sort of running off the grid there. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. All right, let's take a break. And then I want to dig in on the process. You know, what comes next for this site? Another D&D &D insurance commercial? Ah, and yes, it's that time of year again. If you're in the age bracket of Medicare or you're helping a parent who happens to be on Medicare, this is when you listen to the whole commercial. The annual election period starts October 15th and it runs through December 7th. You should be receiving your annual notice of change from your existing carrier. Pay attention because those changes are right there in the book. And of course, if it feels like you're reading a different language when you look at it, that's what we're here for. Hi, I'm Derek from D&D Insurance. Our staff takes the mud out of the healthcare waters and explains it clearly so that you can make an informed decision. Bring in that book this year and let us help. We're located across the street from Industrial Credit Union in the Ferndale Market Center. You'll see us sandwiched between the auto licensing and downtime taps. Or give us a call at 392-8159. We look forward to seeing you here at D&D Insurance. 
Hey, Whatcom County, listen up. Volunteerism is rapidly declining in food banks across the state of Washington, and that's a problem for families who depend on these community resources. That's why we're asking you to get back to action by signing up to spend an hour of your time at a local food bank today. Enough with the talk and the coulda, shoulda, wouldas. It's time to get up and prove it. Hunger relief needs all of us. Volunteer locally. Visit backtoaction.team to sign up at a local food bank near you. Tuning into the high school football game. Monitoring the incoming storm. They say what I think, but smarter. Catching your favorite talk show. These are just few of the reasons more than 80 million Americans depend on AM radio. And AM radio is the backbone of the emergency alert system, keeping you and your family safe in dangerous times. Visit wearebroadcasters.com to learn more and tell us how you depend on AM radio stations like KGMI. We don't have the usual traffic jams that they have in the big city. But sometimes, things happen to snarl everything up. Depend on KGMI to keep you cruising to your destination with KGMI Traffic Alerts. We'll tell you where the trouble spots are. And if you see problems on the road, give us a call at 360-676-5464 so we can spread the word. KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM, and KGMI.com. The mysterious, the obscure, the strange. In some cases, it is the animal reactions that led to the sighting. Coast to coast. In France, Marius de Wild said that his barking dog caused him to go outside to see what had startled it. He saw something on the nearby railroad tracks and then two small creatures. A beam of light shot out from that object momentarily paralyzing him. Every night at 10 p.m. and beyond on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Fall is here, and with it comes tracking in dirt and grime on your carpet. Let the professionals at Swans Clean Care and Restoration get that carpet looking new again. Did you know that Swans brings all of the clean water with them in their own van and then hauls away the dirty water when they leave? They then dispose of it responsibly and in a manner safe for the community and environment. The holidays will be here soon, so schedule your appointment today. For a full list of the services they provide, find them online at swanscarpetcleaning.com. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. Tired of inefficient heating, poor indoor air quality, and rising energy bills? Contact West Mechanical today to explore going ductless with a system from Mitsubishi Electric Heating and Air Conditioning. Find them at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Welcome back to the Whatcom Report on KGMI News Talk 790. Ray Deck here. I'm serving as host. I'm speaking with Riley Sweeney from ABC Recycling. Uh, this is a British Columbia-based recycling company. Has proposed uh, constructing a metal shredder uh, at a site in North Bellingham. And we've spent a lot of time uh, this morning talking about the specifics of the proposal, what's being planned, um, where the material comes from, where it goes, environmental impact, economic impact, all that. And Riley, now I want to ask you about the process. So there was a meeting. It yeah. wasn't like the official public meeting because you guys haven't applied for your, your permits yet. Um, it, it was why? Like, why was there an early meeting? So the meeting was organized by some of the folks who live on the South Hill of Bellingham, who uh, were very critical of our operations here at the port because it's noisy. 
Um, you know, when we load a ship, it takes about seven days to load a ship and we load and we load late into the night um, because that's what it takes to load a ship. You know, they only want to be at harbor as little time as possible. So we go, go, go to get them all loaded up. And that, you know, not won us much friends among the those living on South Hill. Um, so they were hoping to come over to the Birchwood neighborhood and get the Birchwood neighborhood equally concerned about what was going on with ABC Recycling. So, um, you know, we were not even invited to that meeting. We showed up anyway because we're committed to answering all the questions and being transparent about our operations. You know, we, we, we believe that everybody deserves an answer, even if they don't like the answer. So, um, you know, we, we came and we tried to answer what questions we could. They didn't let us talk very much. but um, you know, we hope to, we see it as the beginning of the conversation, right? So the next steps for us are we've got to apply uh, with the county. We've got a pre-application meeting that'll happen here soonish. Um, right now we're getting all of our ducks in a row because we know there's going to be a lot of eyes on this project. So we're making sure that our proposal is the best that it can be. Um, and then we'll go through the application process. And after that, you know, it's up to the county. So, you know, th there'll be a variety of permits. I'm sure there'll be some public hearings. And uh, we'll continue to engage with the public and let them know what's going on. So it, it is county. It is a county such as just outside city limits, it sounds yes. like. Um, and what is the permit for? Is it for construction or is it for operation of a heavy industrial? Or do you need both, I guess? What, what yes. exactly are the permits you need? So it's zoned heavy in industry, right? So it is an area built for heavy industry. And you know our facility is listed as one of the permitted uses. So it is it is something that, you know, is is uh, not outside the realm of possibility. It's not a, a it's not an unusual request. Right. Um, so uh, we will need to get a permit for construction, a permit for infrastructure. There'll be a transportation impact study. Um, you know, they'll look at the stormwater and what stormwater requirements, all the things that you'd expect from our good regulators. The county will be involved, the Department of Ecology, you know, Northwest Clean Air Agency, they'll all be involved to make sure that our uh, proposed facility is operating in a safe and responsible way. And uh, what's the timeline on something like that? Is that, uh, is like, are we talking, you submit your application tomorrow and you'll be, you'll be shredding metal by Christmas or does it take a little longer than that? It'll take a little longer for that. As anybody who's ever tried to build anything will let you know, there's there's a there's a timeline. Uh, we we hope, provided everything goes smoothly, that we are beginning operations in summer 2025. Okay, so um, my experience with permitting has been in like retail settings, which typically retail and and bread, child welfare, right, foster care settings. So in in those, like you need a like you need a license to operate. The like there's a home agency that like is responsible for like the uh, directing traffic, I guess you'd call it. But they don't do all of the like checking necessarily. They'll outsource parts of it that are outside their scope. So. Um, you know, uh, it sounds like the home agency would be Whatcom County, but uh, Department of Ecology will be in for part, of, like other agencies will be in and have sort of a sort of part, right, a component of it. Am I sort of describing the sort of nature of this process correctly? That's entirely correct. So, you know, the, the county planning department will be the one reviewing and shepherding this through the process, but it will, you know, all, all of our local regulators will be involved. And um, 
I imagine that in the permitting process, there is actually a requirement for a public meeting that you would have to host and have to sort of send invitations for, et cetera. And is that a, is it like standalone, like a, like a permit for like a, uh, uh, like if, if somebody were building a duplex or is that like, does the county council sort of host that public hearing? So the county, I, the process is up to the county planning department and they have very specific regulations about what qualifies and what not, you know, they'll, they'll have to look at our application and see what steps, what hoops we'll have to jump through. Right. And I, so I, I don't want to tell them their job. They'll, they'll take a look at our application. They'll figure out what we got to do and we'll, we'll, we'll do it. I see. So the county planning department, you, it sounds like you expect and are comfortable with the expectation of a public hearing. Um, but the we, exact format that it takes, it will be up to the planning department. Exactly. You know, we expect there's going to be lots of community conversation about this and we welcome that, you know, like, like I said, we've got nothing to hide. We're, we're upfront and transparent about our plans because we think that it's a good idea for Whatcom County. And so we're, we're happy to tell people about it. So the county, the reason I ask about the county council is the council recently went through a multi-year-long process of updating the rules about what kinds of activities and what kinds of facilities and stuff could could happen specifically at Cherry Point. This site isn't at Cherry Point. So I'm curious if like all of that work, does it apply here? Or it was like all of that sort of specific to Cherry Point and, and sort of this is a completely separate thing or I guess a third option would be it hasn't been applied here, but it could be. So I'm not a land use attorney and I won't play one on the radio. Uh, but, um, you know, I, my understanding is that they were talking about Cherry Point and the rules and regulations around Cherry Point. This is like any other location in Whatcom County. You know, if you wanted to open up a business out, out in the unincorporated county, you know, you go through the same sort of steps. I see. Okay. Um, okay, wonderful. Uh, well, let's take a break and then come back. And I want to, there's a couple other sort of quirky things I want to ask you about. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, thanks for taking the time. Man. Now you can mow, dig, grade, haul, and more with the perfect solution for your property, a Branson tractor. Save your back and your wallet with one of our compact but powerful tractors here at Farmers Equipment Company. Stop by and choose from our full line of Bransons to take on your toughest tasks. With tractors from 19 to 55 horsepower, we have a Branson compact or utility tractor that is perfect for you. Want to use a rotary cutter to tame that tall brush on your property? You can do that. What about snagging a scoop from that pile of gravel to maintain your driveway free of potholes? You can do that too. Branson's six-year warranty along with our factory-trained technicians will make sure your new tractor is always running great. Get the tractor you want and the peace of mind you need at Farmers Equipment Company. To learn more, visit us online at FarmersEquip.com or stop by our locations in Linden or Burlington today. Farmers Equipment Company, serving the Pacific Northwest for over 86 years. Cascade Natural Gas is offering energy efficiency rebates so you can enjoy more comfort in every room of your home and a lower energy bill, all while earning cash incentives. Want to find out more about insulating your home floors, walls, ceiling, and attic to keep it warm in the winter and cool in the summer and earn Cascade rebates? Call Aero Insulation, a Cascade Natural Gas trade ally, to learn more about how air sealing and insulation can improve your comfort and health and lower your energy bills. 
The team at Arrow Insulation serves Whatcom, Island, Skagit, Snohomish, and King Counties. And they're experts in Cascades rebates that'll make air sealing and insulating a no-brainer. Call Arrow Insulation today at 877-658-WARM and online at GoAeroInc.com. So if you're a Cascade Natural Gas customer, take another walk through your home and start thinking of all the rebates you could earn when you upgrade the energy efficiency of your home. Don't wait. Find out more today at CNGC.com to start earning your cash rebates. Welcome back to the Watson Report on KGMI News Talk 790. This is Ray Deck serving as host. I'm speaking with Riley Sweeney of ABC Recycling. We're talking about um, uh, that company's proposed metal shredder um, on a site that they purchased in uh, North Bellingham on, on Marine Drive. Riley, thank you so much for, for taking the time and, and being with us today. Thanks for having me. It's been great to talk about. Um, so just a couple, I've got a couple other sort of wonky questions to ask you about. Um, uh, you talked about, you know, there's a meeting last week and um, there was sort of a, a, some big feelings about it. You mentioned that a lot of the, and I noticed this in the, the sort of news coverage as well, it seemed like the, uh, some of the most vocal opponents were in South Hill and their sort of previous experience with ABC is the, the sound, which goes all night long, of uh, ships being loaded at the port. Um, my question is, does having a metal shredder located in Whatcom County, does that, does that make the, the, like the piles of metal at the port, does that make those bigger or smaller? Are you gonna do more volume or will those have like a different place to sit, um, uh, right, if, when, when the, the metal shredder opens? Bringing the metal shredder online, um, the, they will they will be right here on site next to the shipping terminal. The, the shred will come here and be stored just like the other piles of material we have. But what will help is that it'll be a little quieter to load. If you imagine the difference between, you know, dumping a, a cup full of big chunky ice and a, a cup full of shaved ice, right? There's going to be a totally different noise. So, you know, having the shredder online will actually help some of the peace and quiet for our South Hill neighbors. And you mentioned that we load, you know, all the way through the night. We load until 2.30 a.m. in the morning, which I realize is a quibble because that's still way too early. But, you know, we're a working waterfront and working waterfronts most of the time operate 24 hours a day. So, you know, we we try and, you know, give people some time that we can uh, while still meeting our obligations to the ship. And you mentioned uh, the expected volume for the metal shredding facility is three to five trucks an hour. Um, what's the shipping volume? Is it like a ship uh, container ship? Uh, I guess it's not container. Is it a ship uh, per like month or like how often are you uh, sort of uh, uh, having a ship come in, load and, and depart? So uh, we bring a ship in about once every three to four months. So we have our oh, fourth okay. ship arriving next week. It's going to be very exciting. A lot of activity around here. Our fourth ship is arriving uh, next week and. It's a HandyMax ship, which is a fancy way of saying it can hold 27,000 metric tons of scrap metal. It's a pretty big operation. So one every three to four months. And how long do they take to load? Is this like seven a, days? Seven days. Okay. So for what for a week, loading a once a week or a week's worth of loading and a ship once every three to four months. How does that volume change? That's right, that's present activities. 
How does that volume change when the metal, metal shredder is online? Um, we'll have to see, right? You know, it depends on, you know, what the market does and how the operations are, you know, um, it, it's a, it's a commodity market. So, you know, we got to wait till the, the price point for ferrous metals hits the right point and then we can ship out. Um, you know, we do anticipate some increases in volume, of course, we're, we're actually going to staff up, uh, once the shredder is online, we'll staff up here at our shipping facility as well. Uh, another couple of jobs because we'll need more people to handle the scrap. Um, but in terms of how many boats we're bringing in, um, you know, that, that remains to be seen. Is it correct to say it's it's essentially the same material, maybe some increase in volume, it's just shredded instead of scrap? Exactly. That's exactly. Okay. So see. instead of those big chunks of I-beam, bang, hitting, the, hitting yeah. the dock and hitting the boat, it'll be the shred instead. Um, uh, the, um, uh, you, you know, for the residents of South Hill, it's really the least you could do just to be sure that you pick um, I-beams you know, all in the same key. Yes. I think that well, would be you know, it's you. a musical metal. Hmm. <laughs> so the um, uh, I've been following pretty closely because I'm a big nerd. The, um, uh, uh, the the infrastructure bill and the Chips Act and um, uh, the Inflation Reduction Act, which had you know a lot of investments in our green infrastructure. I, I would imagine that metal shredding is part of our green infrastructure. Is ABC online and is it is ABC sort of expanding in the United States? Is that like in position to take advantage of some of those federal funds, bring some of those federal funds here to Whatcom County um, to invest in our you know, local economy? Yeah, I'm not I'm not familiar with that. I know that they chose Whatcom County because it's a natural extension of their operations in D.C. Right. So they've already got nine facilities, just, you know, an hour's drive north. Right. And they said, you know, we want to we want to invest in the United States. We want to get into that market. And Whatcom County is the right spot. It's got the shipping terminal got the workforce and it's open for business um so uh last thing i want to ask you about so at the um i, I noticed the uh, cascadia daily news had uh, uh their multimedia person at the the uh, meeting last week and you know they captured some clips and things and, and then they also wrote an article about it and in the video i saw there was a i think it's a resident made a, a specific prediction of a civil suit right in the event yes. that the the permit is approved do you have any sense of like what is the specific claim like on what grounds you know it's it's zoned for the site if you meet all the permitting rules like what would be the what would be the complaint do you have some guess i you know i, I don't want to speculate about somebody else's legal action but you know i i, I share your uh bafflement like it, it's it's zoned for industry it's it's a property that we own if we comply with all the relevant environmental standards we mitigate the impacts to the community i you know i, I don't see a nimby lawsuit uh being particularly successful but i'm not going to prognosticate about the future like i, I said see. not a lawyer i see i see okay uh well thank you again riley for taking the time i uh, appreciate you know a chance to get sort of all the facts on the record and uh uh, it'll be interesting to watch, um, uh, uh, you know, uh, 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 industry jobs um, in, you know, obviously very coveted um, uh, factory work, uh, very coveted uh, part of the economy that, you know, Whatcom County has been somewhat thin on historically. And that's, you know, it's, it's, uh, uh, it, it's pretty, it's pretty interesting, right, to see um, 
uh, how this opportunity pop up and to see sort of community response to it. So uh, we'll, I'm sure everybody will be tracking it really closely and um, you know, we'll get to see you in action um, uh, here between now and now in 2025. I'm not afraid for them to test our metal. Uh, oh, no. We always no. uh, welcome the oh. conversation. Oh, penalty box for that one. Gross. Ugh. Okay, my last question is, who flips the switch when the switch shredder comes on for the first time? Is that a, like, was that a dignitary you come in? That, right? Do you get you get to sneak in the day early and flip the switch and turn it on? I assume that it's going to be our, our uh, owners. We're a family-owned business for four generations. I'm sure they're going to come down and, and do the, all, the, all the rigmarole. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. All right. Well, thanks, Riley. Thanks for taking the time. Thanks for having us.